Hey, it's Cody. And Matt. And thanks for joining us for another episode of The The Coma Coma Cast. Cast. Matt, we're going to be diving into all things involving the LGBT community, including our own lives. And don't forget our cats. We don't want to forget them. The Coma Cast starts now. Podcasting from the Lone Star State in Southern California, you're listening to The Coma Podcast with Cody and Matt. The best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. Because as we say, it's not about me. It's about we. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. Well, well, there you go. Uh, I didn't think this was going to happen. I thought it would be more drawn out. Um, I'm just going to call it a a win and say, yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. I saw this and, you know, you and I hadn't talked today and I was like, Cody, this is, we need to talk about this. Governors, you know, I don't often find that governors made the news five, 10 years ago, but now there are these bigger players in our world. And I think people are becoming more aware of what they can and can't do, which by the way, changes by state. Not every governor has the same powers in every state. Um, Just FYI. And uh, I saw this and I was like, Oh, Cody, we have to talk about this right now. And here we are. Yeah, I think uh, obviously the resigning is a big thing and we'll get to that. But I think the, a big thing also that I sh- think shouldn't get lost in it is uh, Kathy Hochul, who is a lieutenant governor, will become uh, governor um, after his 14 days is up. And uh, she will be the first female governor for the state of New York, which is a great thing. And so, you know, uh Congratulations to Kathy Hochul under these crazy circumstances, but it is, that is a big thing. And then hopefully in the future, you know, it won't be like a, an all male kind of situation. But uh, I don't think that Andrew Cuomo is doing this, uh, as he said in that statement, for we as in the um, state. <laughs> yeah, I think he's doing it for him so he doesn't get drawn out into this uh, impeachment thing that was going to be happening in the legislature. Well, and Uh, I'm glad he stepped aside because that report is pretty damning. And then also that is a big distraction from a lot of the other things going on, you know, in the country in general and in New York. And it's not just affecting New York. It's dominating the news everywhere. Yeah, for sure. You know, to have this just kind of sit to the side, you know, to expedite this process and because i mean it a report like that isn't going away and that's that's it like okay that's what you did now i saw a clip from fox news i did not watch it it just caught it in scrolling yeah um the fox news like scroll bar said um let me see if i did i save it um (laughs) it said basically i'm not i'm not a pervert i'm italian (laughs) <laughs> i was like oh god and if it wasn't and it, you know the worst part if it wasn't real then it's like, <laughs> oh like tw- 
I don't even know how, uh, how am I going to explain? So when my nephews get older, they're all my youngest grandnephews. My nieces are adults. Their children, my grandnephews are all four. They're four, five and six right now, all four of them. And I don't know how, if they were to ever ask me, assuming we have a world in 20 years to, for them to ask me, um, them asking me about, oh, you know, tell me a story when you were young and be like, huh. You see my child. <laughs> You're like, I don't even know where to start. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> the whole thing is oh. insane. I, I did, I, as he did say, it, it was a, about a bit 30 minute less uh, press conference. I don't even know if it's a press conference necessarily. He just gave his statements and everything. Um, he, he did talk about what you were saying. And that he said that was some of the reasons that he was resigning was uh, to let the legislature focus on things at hand, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and again, I think that is true, uh, totally. And I guess that plays in his favor as opposed to a time maybe that there wasn't COVID and this could have happened. Um, uh, he definitely is trying to save face. He tried to save face actually um, last week when he had that press conference. And I, Matt was, uh, I think you were at the gym or you were doing something and I was messaging you and telling you about uh, his press conference and how he like, uh, and if you haven't seen it, it's a crazy video where he was trying to basically say he does this with everybody that it's not something unusual for him. And in the video, it's a slideshow of him touching, kissing, holding. And he was like, I do it to women. I do it to men. I do it to children. I do it to old people. I do it to LGBT. I do it to famous people. I do it to rich people. I do it to poor people. My mom That's and dad have been me. raised <laughs> way better. <laughs> I mean, here's the deal. And this is what one of the, um, the victims has said. So clearly he does do that. Uh, so I don't think that is like, I think that is something he grew up doing and some being touchy feely with people. Uh, as we saw in those photos, the thing is those photos can be whatever. And we've come to learn that some people do not like being touched. That sometimes it's just a very weird thing. Um, and so again, we learn these things and over time things change in his case though, as one of the victims said, it wasn't just like a kiss on the cheek or just like a, you know, like he would grab people's uh, face or like put his hand on their cheek. He was like, it wasn't just like that. She was like, there was a lot more to that. And then we saw that in uh, the report, you know, talking about him, his hand going down her back and her belly and all that stuff. So that is a totally different thing from what he was trying to uh, right. put it into perspective of that he does it to everybody. He doesn't do that to everybody. He may do this other thing that is a little weird. Um, and so, you know, again, yeah, don't conflate touchy feely with assault. Like, yeah, not cute. Um, I'm so I'm, I'm glad he stepped aside. Um, and so, like you said, it'll be effective in 14 days. And Cody and I wanted to talk about this a little bit. I mean, I didn't think we'd be talking about it this soon. So thank you all for listening to us quickly. But we just wanted to talk about it, get it out there. And yeah. we do read a lot of times we just kind of save things for Friday, but this just seemed bigger than, you know. Yeah, for so sure. And I mean, right 
it, and just hours ago, fallout is still coming from it. Uh, obviously, with this happening, uh, the impeachment inquiry will probably just not happen at this point now uh, because, well, he's not going to be able to be impeached. It's kind of like the whole thing that happened with the president. Um, we'll see if they continue on that, but it's doubtful. Uh, there, however, is uh, something that you probably should be more worried about and more concerned about is criminal cases that could be coming against him for these uh, incidents that did occur in multiple jurisdictions around the state. He's being investigated. Um, and so a criminal case would not be good for him. So he'll have to be watching for that. There's also, uh, I believe, about two federal cases uh, investigating against him. And those are concerning uh, COVID and nursing home uh, cover-ups that were happening uh, last year. Uh, so he does have a lot of stuff that uh, he's going to have to be dealing with uh, as far as legal issues, uh, despite him resigning. Um, right. What Re Resigning is a lot like uh, like closing a credit card if you have a balance on it. You still owe the balance, you know? Yeah. So I think he was trying... You know, there was thought that he was trying to, like, uh, you know, resign ultimately maybe to get out of being impeached because, you know, there's a totally different uh, perception, I guess, ultimately. Like if you're saying, oh, I was per, uh, impeached versus I resigned, you know, even if someone digs well, into it, then they'll see some things. But the impeach thing, you know, it carries a big thing ultimately, like in history books when that's written, that that would be more prominent than a resignation. Uh, so I think he was thinking in that perspective, uh, but obviously these criminal cases are oh, not. We will know go away. in about ten years. You know, um, can you just imagine in a couple of years writing the history books for the period of, you know, the twenty ten to twenty twenty, like the well, absolute roller coaster, and then twenty twenty to twenty thirty? I wonder what they're going to call these years. You know. You know, the the sad thing, we mention it sometimes when we talked about education um, and like nationwide, you know, as far as like non-state books that are dealing specifically with a certain state's history, uh, just general history books, they unfortunately are written um, basically how Texas wants the uh, history books to be written because Texas is one of the largest purchases of um, educational books. And so uh, these publishers ultimately just bow down to what Texas wants because it's an easier thing. Smaller states don't have the sway or pull. And then, you know, these publishers don't want to make another book. So then these books just get published and other states um, sometimes get, get caught up in that unfortunate thing. And as we mentioned prior, Texas, you know, is wanting to write out history. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah, it's Texas gonna, is I, sort of given up. And Texas isn't the only one. But uh, I think it's South Dakota is also working hard. Governor uh, Christy Dong uh, doing her absolute best to continue promoting people being as dumb as an actual bag of shit. Except there's a difference. A bag of shit went through something that generally has you know a functioning brain man so you are actually dumber than a bag of shit you're like the burlap <laughs> yeah. sack it's stored in fantastic <laughs> i hope you're proud of yourself striving Great for that partner. that goal um 
the New York State Troopers Union says that uh, it is unfortunate Cuomo's apology took so long. Uh, they said that the governor made the right decision as he could no longer effectively lead the state. Uh, while we appreciate that he apologized to our fellow trooper, it's unfortunate that it took him so long to do so. We hope that he and everyone can learn from the set episode in New York history, the statement says. So that came from the New York State Troopers Union. Obviously, one of the victims was a uh, New York State trooper and others uh, that were um, assigned to his protective detail. Um, so yeah, I, this is just a, and then, you know, in all of this, then there's other people within his office that are kind of like, uh, wrapped up in, uh, his issues and we're helping kind of cover up, um, his issues, obviously his, obviously his brother, uh, who works for CNN is kind of got pulled up into some of this with some emails and helping him kind of like, yeah. um, it, I guess figure out what to say um and so that's you know yeah i think what's going to happen thing. is we're going to see what i hope to see is that the cuomo's kind of away there are other people who are reputable and strong and intelligent and they can lead and you know, these are people there are people we can throw our support behind um i strongly believe in accountability as well you know I, I know there's like a bunch of wonderful things. I'm sure he's done for the state of New York as well, you know, but being really good at something or doing something well doesn't protect you from criticism or or consequences or it shouldn't, you know. Yeah. So I'm, you know I'm what? glad that I'm just glad he stepped aside. And because one of the arguments I saw was, why should he when Trump did? I'm like, that is not the argument you think it is. That is absolutely not the argument you think it is. So no. I'm, I'm glad he stepped aside of his own volition, even if he was probably going to be impeached and pulled out. Just, I mean, you know, I, hope I, it, I hope it's the beginning of some closure for his victims, for yeah. the people that have brought this up. You know, it's one of those things uh, we, uh, we talk about uh, this whole issue as far as when the Me Too stuff started happening and you had uh, a senator, a new Democratic senator resign um, because of certain things that happen, you know, nothing like sexual assault or anything, but some of these things kind of similar to what Cuomo did. And the Democrats basically are like, OK, you got to you got to leave. Uh, it seems like the Democrats try to hold up their members to higher standards. Uh, and, you know, when things come to a point, you know, they try to, like, make them leave office or whatever. Obviously, conservatives tend to not do that and tend to be opposite. I think one of the other big fallouts of this, though, speaking of the whole Time's Up Me Too movement, uh, Roberta Kaplan, who was kind of uh, the leader of the, chair. the, the yeah, chair for Time's Up, for Time's Up, that was a whole thing that was created around the Me Too uh, movement. And, and she resigned due to her alleged efforts of trying to discredit women who accused the governor of sexual harassment, which I think is insane because the whole organization was to to hold up women and to listen to women when they, they accuse others of this sexual assault and different uh, things like that. That's the whole point of the whole movement and time's up. And then here she is in charge and she's like trying to discredit women. It's just like, you know, I just don't have any words for that. It's like you get into these positions of power, I guess, sometimes. And despite you holding up an organization that's supposed to do opposite of what you were doing, it's just a very weird um, situation that many people are getting themselves caught up in 
in on, you know, right. it makes you think, you know, when you go work for a politician or you go work in, for anyone, I guess. And if you were to discover that they were, you know, doing something uh, illegal or you were, they were doing something inappropriate, like what uh, Cuomo was doing, like, do you speak up? Do you stay with them and just go for the ride? Like, I would hope that I would, you know, speak up, but you never know in those positions, you know, because sometimes you feel like, well, then I don't have a job or this or that, you know. Um, but then it's like, that's that's one point. But then to go to an, an, another step forward to then to discredit people is a whole a whole different thing, I guess. I think one is awful and the, then it escalates into despicable you know silence is complicity and that's something we have seen highlighted in i think every administration we've had um you know with like mostly mostly i see with like war crimes and what would be considered war crimes and how other countries are seemingly held to a different standard in the media than our own you know we really should be looking at our own front porch but i think Yes, going further to discredit somebody is extra awful. But the foundation of that is the silence. I actually think the silence is the worst part because the second part wouldn't have happened from that person without the You speak up and just get it over with and people are more concerned about their, their high-profile jobs and paychecks when in reality, you'd have been freaking celebrated. I mean, just putting it out there. She would have been absolutely celebrated as a chairwoman for Time's Up by challenging and believing and encouraging the investigations of the women. She didn't have to stand silent. She didn't have to directly attack Cuomo. She could have literally just said, look, this is what we're going to do. I believe them. I'm not calling you anything. I'm just saying I believe them and we're going to investigate and we're going to support them. And that's the right thing to do. She could have taken a firm, strong stance without devolving into any kind of name calling or, you know, mudslinging whatever media tactic you want to call it and not have that happen but now she's tangled up into it. is she resigned yet is that what yeah I she saw? resigned she okay, resigned that's what I yeah. oh yeah i think she resigned a day or two ago yeah um yeah so and then of course you have their staffers and everything who were just in general doing their job but just doing what you're told is not good enough of an excuse this isn't just having a hectic schedule and forgetting stuff and meeting all things these are people's lives People go into therapy for this. Some people never recover from it. You don't know like what's going to be the tipping point where people take, you know, when they end up dying by suicide and because something has now happened and because they were discredited or attacked in the media and they received death threats, it goes, it might go out of the media for us day to day, but people that latch onto these stories harass, harass these people and these women for just years, send death threats. They, dox them they find their families they threaten their children their spouses their families they show up at their jobs and hate mail to their work home office everywhere and it just doesn't go away and so for somebody to be a part of an organization to see it and allow it and then go the extra and then go the mile to not only stay silent but then discredit i think that's just gross but at the same time she should not be penalized harsher than the guy who actually committed these acts and started all of this. You know, yes, the silence is super bad, but I think we should see 
more punishments for people who are actually committing these acts, you know? Yeah. You know, I think when you look at these instances, it's like people in power, people who have money, uh, especially in the past, uh, they felt like they could get away with things or that they could you basically silence people. You know, you had like the Harvey Weinstein thing where like there was this whole group of people that he had hired to like basically go in and basically try to like uh, delete emails or delete text messages and uh, kind of like bully victims and to not want to speak out, being afraid that if they spoke out, you know, something could happen. Um, and so all of this like things that happen to try to silence victims um, is just disgraceful. Right. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things I think that people need to stand up. And I think that you are seeing that, you know, more and more as time goes on, uh, standing up for, uh, victims, listening to them, let there be investigations to confirm everything. Don't just, you know, listen to something and they'd be like, Oh, that didn't happen. You know, let there be an investigation to confirm everything that happened. And in this case, well, what, there was an investigation. Ford, um, you know, Dr. Christine Blasey Ford with Kavanaugh hearings. It turned out later that the FBI never even followed up on most of anything. There was almost no investigation done. People called and called and called, tried to leave tips, tried to speak with them. They didn't respond. They didn't answer. They didn't call back. They didn't follow up. They did not do a complete investigation. And now we have Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah. Who doesn't deserve to be there. Not at all. You know, you also have these people. I hear when we talk about these conversations and talking about um, people in power and uh, sexual assault or uh, things that Cuomo did, um, you have people being like, well, or usually it's men being like, well, I guess I can't be in a room with a woman now. Um, and all of this stuff, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, just not being attacked, stop being rapey and you won't have any problems. <laughs> right. Uh, it's I do think it's <laughs> fucking believable. Like I'm you... not, I'm, I know what I said and I'm absolutely not trying to be funny. Like I know lots of straight guys who have had never had a problem being in a room with another woman and knows how to respect another person. Like, yeah, you, and the I same mean, goes it's... Gay man, like just because you're a gay man does not yeah. give you right to like touch a girl, touch a woman, just because you don't have a sexual interest. Like, you know, well, it also they don't like. I mean, I don't like being touched. I really don't like it. You know, and you know, so it, like it also goes for gay men touching other men. Like, oh my god, out yeah. or doing this, you do right. you don't have the right to touch somebody, and many times it's pretty much inappropriate touching it's not just a hand on the back kind of thing if you're out yeah and you didn't about. just brush by me like <laughs> yeah thank you for touching my dick while i was walking through the club that's nice now i yeah. will say that has not happened as much in the last few years walking around but i'm also not like a 20 year old twink anymore, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know i'm i'm older but it happened a lot as a like a very early 20s guy and i didn't know what to do with it i was like please just stop you know and there was always a certain there's a certain demographic that would do it in our community as well as when you see with straight community <coughs> excuse me i'm sorry um and just it's why like stop touching people and i see that a lot 
And the same people say, well, I guess I can't be in the same room as a woman. Those are the same dumbasses and assholes that say, oh, I guess I identify as an attack helicopter. Oh, man, I'm tired and you're dumb. Oh, my yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I can we go got, all day here. But yeah, we man. had a lot of the whole men, men can't be in the same room as women. I'm, gonna, I'm afraid that I'll get accused of something. So you won't get accused of something. And then. You know, say you were, there would be an investigation. That's why investigations are important and they should happen. Um, but you don't disbelieve someone. But I, I think that someone that brought it to prominence was Mike Pence, who, you know, supposedly couldn't be in another room with any women. It's like, well, what is this nonsense? You're just able, yeah, he, can't, he won't be alone in a room with a woman. And people are like, well, why is that disrespectful? I'm like, because sometimes you just have to get shit done. Are you serious? I've been in a room alone with plenty of gay men and managed to not touch them. And they managed to not touch me. We restrained ourselves. I've even been alone with gay men like at pool parties and stuff like that. And we all managed to just respect each other's space. Yeah, it's ultimately just respect other people, uh, respect their boundaries. When you're in a place of power, even though you may not realize you are in a place of power, um, sometimes you are. You know, you don't have to just be governor. You can be in a place of power if you have subordinates under you that work for you. You have to realize that that puts them in a position sometimes where they may feel like they have to do something uh, because you have this power over them. Um, and so, you know, it's important to to realize realize your position in uh, the world and just be respectful, I guess. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see what happens. Uh, some people were a little upset that it was going to uh, happen or it's he's going to take 14 days. He says he needs 14 days to properly debrief and uh, train, I guess, uh, what you need to uh, for the lieutenant governor who's going to take his spot. Um, there's a lot of people who are a little upset that he just didn't resign. But um, I like I think we said at the beginning, it's better. It, it's happened. He's going to be leaving uh, and it's going to put the state in a, a lot better, a lot better place uh, now that they're not having to deal with that sideshow that was basically becoming a sideshow. And, you know, as Matt said, can deal specifically with things at hand that are happening, mainly COVID right now, because, you know, that's that's the thing that's hurting uh, cities and states around uh, around the country. Um, so. We'll keep you informed, I guess, on this one. But yeah, I'm glad that Matt uh, was like, let's do this. And um, just yeah, this one was actually me. This was it. my idea. I saw this. I was like, we should we should record this now. So um, we'll keep you updated on anything that happens on this. And of course, post anything. I'm sure you'll see it. But if not, we'll put it on our Twitter and everything. But um, that's it for now. Uh, and then we will see you on Thursday for a new episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. So, hey, guys, we want to remind everyone um, that you can keep in touch with us on all of our social media channels, um, whether that is uh, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. You can do all of that at the Comacast. And we definitely love to interact and hear from all of our listeners. All of this is not possible without you guys. And if you don't mind rating our podcast on iTunes or whatever your preferred podcast uh, provider is, just leave a comment. It's greatly appreciated. And thank you for joining us. See you next time.